It's that time again. Time for your more than jibber jabber podcast. Let's go! With your hosts, JJ. What's up, man? Christine. Go, girl. JD and Shama. Hi, fellas. Spreading knowledge to help overcome the fears of our time. Yeah, these guys really know what they're talking about, so listen, y'all. It's time to start the podcast. Fasten your seatbelts, folks. You're listening to More Than Jibber Jabba on the Jibber Jabba Podcast. Officially, this is episode 100. Welcome, everybody. We finally made it. Oh, the 100 was last week. No, that was the New Year's call. Oh. What's wrong with you? You don't read the titles that I put out? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> so, last week, we did have a really good after call if anybody's interested in that uh contact me and we'll see what we can do uh, there may be a fee attached to it because of the information that was packed into that after call last week and that's just going to go to help support everything that we do we do appreciate everybody coming out we appreciate everybody that's listening as usual sis is here beside me ridiculing me as always jd's with us uh alan and sean are in the same room and i believe this is the first show that sean has ever been at least on time for and give all the credit due to that to alan because if out if if it wasn't for alan that would have never happened so way to go alan crowd goes wild yeah. <laughs> all right what we're talking about tonight, Israeli protest, El Paso protest. Did we want to get into that? Well, I think Sean had something he wanted to go over and then tie it together. Okay. Is that where you want to run it, Sean? You got to unmute. Cool. No, man, you go. You go. Okay. Who's you go? Is that that little thing on the Mario Kart? <laughs> Guess not. Guess not. So, anyway, I was uh, browsing around on Odyssey this morning, and in the uh, news feed that I have set up there, I run into two little short clips from the RT of protest. Uh, one was in Israel, and the other was from El Paso, Texas. Both of them basically at the at the core of it i see having the same issue that it's something pretty common that i think we identify or that we can identify by sitting back and and just examining it when I, what i believe is you have people that are that have belief faith whatever you want to call it that government somehow works and then they hold a contradictory belief that government's trying to take their lunch to bully at the schoolyard going give me your lunch money and they're going to that same bully to say hey make the bully stop it's it's kind of funny what really struck me with like the one from tel aviv is 
it's all about judicial reform and their their gripe and complaint is is that the legislation that the state of Israel is pushing through under this judicial reform will promote bigotry and racism and all these all these things, right? All these negative emotional responses that people have or reactions. But at the same time, it, it contrasts to the one in El Paso because the one in El Paso is about immigration reform. If you look at it, it's basically the same argument. But neither one of those, neither one of those governments can do or stop or, or make anybody do any of those things that they're complaining about. You know, people are going to have racist thoughts if that's the way they think and the way they believe. You can't stop it. The imaginary line drawn in the sand somewhere saying that, oh, this is this piece of dirt and that's that piece of dirt. Well, it's just all dirt, isn't it? I, I don't know if I'm making any sense there, but somebody help me out here. Well, first of all, I think people need to say whether it makes sense or not. Right. To them. What? I, I said people just need to say if it makes sense to them, the people that are listening. Well, I'm asking you and JD, Sean, and Alan because I feel like I was kind of rambling there because I really wasn't expecting to like kick this off tonight. I... <laughs> Why? It, this is something that that got your attention. That well, I just it, listen. So the 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 thing in Tel Aviv is about Benjamin Netanyahu. You used to be the prime minister of Israel, is now. I want to get this right. Let me look back at this article because it's it's hilarious when you look at it. The ministry, of, or crime minister, uh, I believe is what they call him. It, it's it, it's just hilarious. Minister <laughs> of crime. Uh, all right, so uh, the Yerev Levin is the justice minister, and then Netanyahu is the crime minister. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. This is how this article reading is from the Times of Israel.com. It's it's hysterical, and I just I sit and look at this and I'm I'm laughing right. I and at the same time, part of my heart, my heart goes out for these people because they're trapped in that they're they're holding opposing beliefs, and it just. It, it, it boggles my mind now and I'm probably guilty of that I'm not trying to point the finger I'm just saying now I at this stage of my life I, I see the you can point the finger but just don't pull it <laughs> already just done earlier. that earlier no, 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 don't me that was clearly on vinyl <laughs> I don't know what that means y'all you have the vinyl chair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, we just all right. So, uh, where's the adults in the room? This just went off the rail. Yeah, maybe we should ask Sneer, like if that's exactly this just off the news flash. If if that is in fact how the title is labeled over there, and it's just not a translation issue. Well, since how this is directly from that site and they done the translation, I'm hoping that them speaking his bro, he, uh, his bro, 
Well, my tongue got all kind of twisted. <laughs> Hebrew, I'm hoping they can translate it to English. Dude. Yeah. So, what's the uh, deal with all, what do you think the deal with all the protests are then? All these different yeah, ones. Where, like, what, what was your thought on it? My thought is, is that they're, they're running back to the same thing that they believe is harming them to seek justice. That's the core root of the thought that I'm having because they're 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 still participating by protesting. I mean, protest means, well, I don't agree with this, but I'm going to do it anyway. See, I have a kind of twisted look on it. Of course, it, you do because of the the LBGT agenda that is going to be pushed in the public schools, and then them pushing through this legislation. I see it as a way for people to be forced to accept something that they don't morally agree with. Right, but see, actually in Israel, they're saying you don't have to accept people you don't agree with. That's what the legislation being pushed through is doing. And then this, this crowd that's protesting that legislation is screaming, oh, we have to accept everybody. I don't care if you morally agree with them or not. But wouldn't that be exactly how the government would would try to establish something that the majority of people may disagree with? Is that you have only 10,000 out of millions of people come up and protest and say, we're including everybody, even the Rainbow Society? Because it's not, from what I've heard from other people, is that it's not... It's not necessarily a welcome thing, and it's more the, the trans agenda than it is the gay agenda, I think. But still, even even people in the gay community have a, have a problem with the trans agenda being pushed on the children. But this opens, I think that this opens a doorway to be able to manipulate the population into going, you see, they accept it. And now that we're trying to push this legislation through, we're not going to push it through. And now we're going to put it in the schools and your kids are going to learn about homosexuality and transgender. And that's going to be pushed in the schools. And people aren't necessarily going to fight it back because they've already seen a protest. Only 10,000 people say we have to accept everybody. It, I, think it's, I, I think it's a reverse psychological way to get people to accept immorality. Well, I mean, what if what if they just knew they didn't have to participate? Right. I called a they had a talk they had a radio talk show I called into one time. What was that little dude's name? Alex Jones. Yeah, he had a guy in there. Yeah, I called him once too. But uh, shoot, you said Alex Jones. I started thinking about his lawsuit, and I got derailed. Sorry. See how easy it is, girl. <laughs> Off Sean goes. No, they were talking about they were they were complaining about the colleges and all the information that they were getting out of becoming change agents and all those issues that they were talking about. And uh, I called in and I said, "Well, why don't you just start your own college?" And he said, "Well, well, what do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, dude, you don't need what you can't go teach people to read <laughs> without somebody giving you something to tell you you can do that." Like, you can't just get, 
I don't know, 5,000 people who just say, hey, look, let's just start our own college and we'll pay you. And Well, they won't be accredited and they won't do this and they won't do that. And it's like, well, so then there's the problem. Doesn't sound very free marketed to me. Maybe you need to rethink it. And they just, they could not fathom the idea of just doing something themselves. It's like everybody arguing about can't pray in school or the gay thing. It's like, just take your kids out. Unenroll. I mean, if they just take, if everybody just says we're not doing it, they'll back off. I agree. And homeschooling is becoming very big over there. Well, over where? In Israel. So she's been told. Hey, so can I give you a different take on those protests? Yeah, shoot. Everybody always knew government was kind of messed up, but what have they really done with this COVID thing? How they just everything that they've handled it. What do you think they've really done? Uh, they showed just how willing people are to accept what they're told. My viewpoint, that's the way I see it. Sis, what do you think? Well, I think when they came out and told everybody on mainstream media that it was a military exercise, I think that's when everybody should have went, well, why the hell are we doing this? And they didn't. And they just, they followed, they followed the majority, the majority of people followed what they were told to do. Now, I was actually working for another company at that time, and they said, you have to wear a mask. And my boss knows nothing about history. So I said, can I wear the Guy Fox mask? And she goes, sure, as long as it's a mask. Really? She goes, yeah, perfect. Okay. So for the first day, I wore the Guy Fox mask. And she, she comes up to it, she goes, you can't wear that. And I said, but you told me I could. I said, I can't help you. You don't know who Guy Fox was in history. I was like, how is that my fault? I asked you, you gave me permission. She's like, well, you can't. And I was like, fine. So she goes, you have to wear a mask. And I said, okay. I said, I'm not covering my nose. And she goes, you have to. I said, no, I don't. I said, I'm not, I'm not going to prevent the breath of life from entering my body just because somebody in a suit made a decision that I had to. I said, I'll put it over my mouth. I said, but I'm not putting it over my nose. And every day I would write messages on my mask about the dangers of what that mask actually did. And I got told that that was a great idea. People engaged in conversation with me. And then you had the other people that were older telling me that I was wrong for informing people of what it actually did to people. And that because I didn't have a degree from a university, I shouldn't be able to tell anybody the dangers of that mask. And eventually, eventually I was terminated because I, I couldn't do what they asked me. It went against every fiber in me to do what they told me to do. Right. Hey, J.D., what do you think? What do you, what do you think that they're doing or could be doing with the whole everything? That, it's like a short version. <laughs> Ratcheting up roll. I don't know. Just basically putting it right out there in front of people, telling them what they're doing and then having the people do it. So they accept it. They accept it. They're going to keep going. Pavlog's dog. Is that so they're kind of wanting to change the world, right? And they've got this time frame of 2030 with the Great Reset and, and all that yep. kind of stuff, right? Okay. So if you're trying to establish 
not only a world government, but you're trying to do it on a, did it ever, you have to tear down the old thing, right? So what if they're actually tearing down the faith in the governments totally so they can bring in the new religious leader? Guess that's possible. Listen, <clears throat> we talked about it for years, like chaos, right? Yep. The father's not the author of chaos. So they have to create chaos. <clears throat> and and we all know that that's how they get order, right? Order from chaos. So that's what they're doing. They're literally, they've got everybody fight when everybody's fighting over everything. It's like, look. <laughs> they've got everybody fighting over stuff that's just silly. It's just silly. At the end of the day, it's like, look, in your home, you do whatever you want to do. When you're standing in the middle of the street, no, you cannot run around naked. That's a breach of peace. You know, there's certain social things, but what they don't need is the government's permission to do anything because that's not its purpose. Unless, of course, you're placing yourself under the government. <laughs> and if you're doing that, then you're in open you're in open war with them when you stand against it. So the root of the problem is you've got to get to what the problem is, and it's the belief in that governance from that perspective. So they're just eroding that so that they can bring every – what do we talk about? We don't need governments, right? We just need to be under the law of God. We all say that, but you know, there may be aspects of that we don't really like. Um, but wouldn't that also play into their plan? You get so sick of man governing that you want to turn it over to the one who actually understands it and they just present somebody. Yeah. That's just a perspective that I had. And they go to what Mount Sinai to important because it, it plays right into everything we talk about all the time. Right. But if they're, if they're still putting a man up there, it's still a system of man. And that that's, that's what I don't get. Either you're going to self govern or, if you can't because you refuse or or something otherwise you're still going to be ruled by another man and you can't be in the kingdom of god if you have a man telling you what you can and cannot do yeah this guy ain't going to be that guy he's going to be calling fire down from the sky and shit and come back to life after he's wounded unto death like i think it's going to be that guy i think we're in a i mean the technology alone dictates this is a make-or-break moment for humanity. Because, you I mean, you get so technologically advanced, you start having God-style powers. If they can repair atoms, they can do a lot of stuff. Right. It almost reminds me of this. It almost reminds me of the Tower of Babel. And I'm paraphrasing a bit. Maybe I should look it up. But uh, he says, you know, let us go down and confound their speech. And then later on in another verse, it says, nothing imagined will be impossible. And it's similar to that. That was a paraphrase. So I'm not quoting the Bible there. But that's basically what he's saying. Like, they're getting out of control down there. And remember, that was the time of the Nephilim. You had the half, you know, you had the half God, half human thing going and all kinds of weird stuff. And they're playing with all those same things today, aren't they? Right. Well, it makes me think of Atlantis. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, Robert Seffert talks about a lot about that. He's an anthropologist. I would recommend everybody watch that. 
dude. He's not a he's not a Christian by any means, but he's a pretty honest fellow. He's actually very likable. He's just an enjoyable dude, and he teaches very well. He's pretty honest. Yeah, he's. I, I agree with you, Sean. Uh, Robert Robert Sepper's got a. He's got a lot of good information out there. It, it's some good stuff that dude puts out. Yeah, man, and he. I mean, he really challenges some of those dudes, and they don't really. I mean, he's published, so. You know, they're, I haven't really seen a lot of people attacking him. I think he's just, they're just scared to even address half the stuff he talks about. Yeah. But that's, you know, that was just a little take. Like you sent me those, those things. And that's what I was thinking of, you know, they're, they have gotten so brazen and so lawless that, uh, yeah, there's like, there's no excuse to, to lay down anymore. Like, in any other time, people would be losing their minds thinking that they were being attacked. The camp's under attack. It would be that level stuff. I mean, it's really kind of out of control. And, and it's sad because the other problem is you got really decent people, I think, that are so indoctrinated that they truly think that they're doing the right thing. And that's another thing the Bible says in the latter days, basically, is people are going to call good evil and evil good. Right. Said you'll even have, if I'm not mistaken, there's something in there about people killing Christians thinking they do God a service. I mean, it's just, it's pretty interesting stuff, man. That's all. Sean, when you said uh, they're, they're brazen, are you talking about all the governments of the world, all the kingdoms? I'm, ta I'm talking about everybody. It is, it's sickening. I mean, it's just like they don't even hide it. It's almost like, ah, hey, well, you expect a politician to be that way, so he's got to vote for the the best liar out of the bunch. Is basically what it boils down to. Because the one you believe the most is probably the best liar, and it's just ridiculous. You, people keep giving these people control, and then they say, "Well, they're not doing what I want them to do, so let me give this other guy control." Well, they're not doing what I want them to do. What's the old saying? Mm -hmm. If you want something done right, do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Who's going to present your ideas better than you? Right. Nobody, nobody, because nobody else knows what you have been through, and what you understand and your relationship with the creator and all the shit that goes in your life. And that's the reason I'm bringing all this up is because that's exactly what you have to do at court. That's who you have to be at court. You have to be the person who figures out who they are. Yeah, that's the biggest part of the whole thing. And then you got to know why you're seeking something. Yeah, I tried to. Nah, I mean. I, I, I kind of tried to explain that to somebody earlier today. I, I want to, since we're going there, I want to read this, this message that I was sent. I'm not going to put out any names or anything, but question is basically, would it be better for me to charge the local politicians for conflict of interest and high treason under the, under the criminal code? I have proof they are pushing digital ID. It's on the website. Uh, I have media sources to prove conflict of interest, and they are not even allowing people to speak about it at any local concerns at these council meetings. Anyone have words of wisdom? I already took them to court for voter tabulation machine issues, but that amounted to nothing. I'm, I, I am thinking criminal charges need to be placed for a bunch of people locally. We also have the highest crime rate in Canada. So again, 
running back to the very thing that we believe is harming us to seek justice. It's an abusive relationship. What's that? It's an abusive relationship. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sean. You got to remember people are setting this up as their God. Listen, any people can say they don't believe in God. That is, I'm sorry. That is just not very sincere. Any idea that you place over yourself, okay, something you subordinate your mind to as something higher than you, it's outside of you. It is an idol one way or the other or a God or whatever you want to call it. An idea can be a God. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, again, if, you're, if your idea of governance is man's laws and the way that man does things, the way man puts it together and, go, and kingdoms and all that, and you believe in all those kind of things, then that's what you're going to gravitate towards. And that, and that, listen, that duplicity is in all of us a bit because we're all indoctrinated to a, to a degree. We have to be. Yep. <laughs> it's impossible for us not to be. And it's a maze that we've got to figure our way through. But the thing is, is when you're standing before the man and you're at court, like, it's like dying. It's something you do alone. I don't care if there's a room full of people. That stuff is nice, but ultimately it's just you. And at that moment, you have to figure out who you are and why you're doing it. And and if you're going to suffer, if it's a suffrage, right, are you willing to do that for a lie or a fallacy? I saw a very interesting post the other day. It showed a football guy sitting there, and he said, you know, we've all read the Indy. We know who wins. It's kind of funny. We're still trying to figure out what jersey to wear. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's where we're at in history right now. I think some really hard stuff is coming down. And regardless, it's like, uh, you know, I gained a lot of respect for somebody in the last two, three days just because they went and stood for their idea. Like they were willing, even though they knew they didn't probably have it all figured out, they didn't care. They were still going to stand. That's cool. That's really, really cool. And uh, it's little things like that that kind of, you know, give me a little boost when I need it. And, uh, you know, sometimes I sound harsh on here, but I've been through a lot of people, man. And there are just some things generally they do that are pretty much standard for people who don't move in a certain direction. And sometimes I can come across weird, but, you know, it is a dangerous game you're playing. Just know that. But I, I think in history, it needs to be understood that when you have an idea, that's your God. And that's what we're that's what we're figuring out. Like, think about this. OK, so you were a patriot and you thought a certain way. Now that's gone. So you were lifting that up like, you know, that's not. The way. So what does that mean? Because from a lot of perspectives, the United States government and the way this country is, I mean, we got it pretty much made compared to most of the world in a lot of ways. Yeah. So to give that up, I mean, so it's like, you know, it's hard to sometimes it's hard to separate it. But so when you figure out, I mean, I just presume you're on here because you're asking that question. What does that mean then? I mean, the government's obvious. I mean, you know, this country's gone downhill quite a bit in the last 
30 years at, at you know, since the sixties anyway, pretty heavily and pretty quickly, but still, what does that mean? So if you're, if you're leaving Egypt in your heart and you're saying, okay, Egypt is not the way to go, where are you headed? And I think that's the most important question that can ever be asked of yourself. What are you doing this for? Why are you here? Why are you asking these questions? And yeah, and what are you going to do about it? Because we're, I mean, you know, we're saying some pretty inflammatory stuff here. Stuff that most people don't accept, but some people melt down. Yeah, I think. Talk about this stuff. They melt down. Well, and I think that's because you're, you know, when we start talking about this stuff, if we're not careful, we can like really rock some people's world because their entire foundation of everything that they believe their life is and who they are is built off of these this stuff right and when we go in and start talking about this we could very easily destroy somebody so and we bear the liability of that so i, I think that we got we should be careful in in how we approach that with people i'm glad you brought that up actually because look a lot of you don't really know me that well and uh, you haven't seen Alan's seen it firsthand. I've gone to a lot of court hearings for people. I put my ass on the line quite a bit. And before I, I mean, that's a lot of responsibility, man. I mean, when you dig into somebody's case or you dig into their life, like you're marrying that person. You can't just abandon them. Like that's a big deal to take that on. And we do these general kind of shows and stuff, but there's a lot of liability that goes into the words we say. And that's for all of us. So uh, I'm apprehensive, honestly, about getting too deep with someone because, you know, what if I can't give them what they're asking? And a lot of them really want you to do it for them. I'm not saying everybody does, but it's, when you're teaching, you're telling something, dude, that's important. Words are important. And uh, there is liability in it. So I'm real. There's certain questions I always ask before I help anybody. Certain things I have to go through. It's hard to put me on the spot like that because I don't know you. You know, I don't personally know most people on this call. So we talk in generalities to see where people are at and see what they're going to chase, what they're going to do. We don't have all the answers either. Some other people have answers as well, but I think we have some. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I know we do. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting right here talking to you guys tonight. Well, until they become completely <clears throat> lawless, you know, and then it's just a matter of standing. Yeah. Well, I got We're already there. And that three and a half hour series I sent you guys will show everybody. Dude, we have screwed ourselves by not attuned to our families like we should have been. They were right attacking the family. They have decimated families. They kept their family lines powerful, rich, and, and you know, intelligent, learned. It's a thick fight we're in, man. 
It is a struggle. No, it's a fight at this point, really. But more with ourselves. I mean, really, if you could just get people to turn it off, it would fix it. Alan, got any words of wisdom tonight? Yeah, he just muted out for a second. I didn't We're even. Back. It's back. We're here. Okay. Sorry, I wasn't controlling the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's. I think people just need to decide. You know, we all know what we're searching for, but we need to just decide, are we going to be in this battle or not? I mean, there's a whole lot of us, and I may be speaking to myself here, but there's a whole, whole lot of us just sitting on the sideline watching to see if somebody else is going to take care of this for And I'm not talking about destroy the system. That is absolutely not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about creating my own system and run alongside them. You know. <laughs> yep. Well, it's kind of why I've been putting out the these little homesteading videos, just showing stuff that I do here, because they am it's just my attempt at it doing my own thing. So that's all. That's all we can all do is just it, it at least make the effort, right, and give the attempt. What even if we don't figure it out the first time, let's keep making the attempt until we do figure it out. Till you have success. We got about 20 minutes left. Let's go ahead and try to take some questions if anybody's on here. Besides pending cases, if you've got a pending case, we may want to take a private call, but any general questions or questions is not going to incriminate anybody too bad. I agree with that. Or comments about the protests or the ideas that Sean was talking about. Yeah. It, yeah. If we're talking, you know, comments or questions about what's been being discussed so far. Anybody. Hey, Larissa. And she had it, and then it went away. She had it. Try hitting it again. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you now. Okay. Um, At some point, if you don't mind mm -hmm. this week, mm -hmm. probably towards the latter part of the week or something, if you don't mind doing a private call with, like, JJ, Sis, Alan and myself and JD. Sure. Yeah. I heard you kind of went in there and kind of stood up for yourself. I thought that was cool. I I mean I did I did my best. <laughs> That's all you can do. Yeah, you're already I mean that that first were you pretty nervous? Um yeah. Um just more so I don't really get, I've never really gotten nervous like that before court, um, but it was kind of a, it was kind of like an icebreaker because, you know, I've, getting my door kicked in like rattled me like bad, you know, um, so that kind of helps. I don't know, there's some kind of a hump that I had to get over with it. So that was kind of, you know, what I got out of that more than anything else. Um that I think will be a little bit different next time. I don't think I'll be as nervous. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there just comes a point of resolve, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 where you want to get to. They can rattle you a bit. Don't forget that. Yeah. But uh, I just thought it was pretty cool. It kind of hurt a little bit, you know, through the herd. You know how things go. Yeah. And. Uh, to maybe we could listen to the audio or something and talk about it a bit. It's, yeah, I uh, took the audio to JJ, I think. Yeah, you did. I didn't. Okay, uh, right, I, was I wasn't trying to be hard on you, but it's 
a day and a half before court is really a lot of pressure. And that's a pretty right. common thing. That's a pretty common thing that people do. And that's it's almost impossible to help them at that point because fear is the motivator there. I didn't realize you were listening to a lot of stuff and I would have liked for you to have called in or something like that more. It'll help you more. You still should do that too, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in a better position to do that now. Um, coming up on that first, that arraignment, um, I, I was, I was, I was being more passive about it because I'm trying to keep my stress levels down. Oh, I understand. Um, I've hit the 12 week mark now. So like, you know, I'm 41, so I'm, I guess they designate me high risk. I really don't know, but I'm sure they would. Um, so I just, I wanted to get to the 12 week mark before I, I started really actively trying to process it in my mind because I was, you know, I just felt like it was really important to keep my stress levels under control as much as possible. So, but I've kind of gotten those two mile markers out of the way now. So yeah, I can be more active about it. I feel like now. <clears throat> well, it helps too to know that there's other people out there that think the way you do. Yeah. Yeah, it communal, does. Communal stuff is cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Um, you get strength from that. I mean, you got to understand, and this whole thing, I mean, I don't have a, a stat for you, but it's rare. Like, you insist people like you guys are rare birds. Um, even my old lady went into battle. I mean, she she stood. Alan saw her, man. She stood her ground. And that's rare. Yeah. But most of the time, it's guys, you know, it's dudes. So it's really cool when chicks do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I do actually know what you mean, and um, it, it's you know. But you see, I mean, surely you got a sense of how inside of it it really is. It's inside of you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, there's. I'm reading a a, a book by uh, Trent Goodbody about about the same thing, um, and he says he says the same thing. You know, this is like. I can tell you, you know, what I can tell you, but really the change has to start within you. So. Which, that is I mean, so absolutely true, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean, it kind of sucks because it's, you know, you got to do that inner work, but at the same time, it's, it's cool. Cause what if it wasn't about changing myself? Cause I can't really change anybody else. Then I'd be screwed. Well, yeah, there's that. Um, well, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the reality of it is, I don't know if you heard that Braveheart thing we did the other night. Did you hear that? I can't remember. I don't think <laughs> she was on the call. I don't know. You have to do it again. Well, basically, huh? he was talking to the Braveheart dude, Wallace. Mm -hmm. And he said, mm -hmm. look, you're charged with treason. And he said against you, he goes, you're king. He said, I never swore any fealty to that dude. He said, it matters not. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's I mean, like, you know, just because you stand, I don't want you to get the misimpression because it's, it's honestly, it's important that you understand. It could cost you everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I've, I've actually, I've seen, I've seen that firsthand. I have friends here that I've managed to, like, people are so cowed here. Like, they, they. Anyway, it was all I could do to get a couple of people I know who are also in this in the same line of work to just like record these guys, you know, 
don't consent to a search. Like, don't just shut up and don't, after you say, I don't consent to any searches, shut up and record them. That's it. Or get somebody on a video call. And um, one of my friends finally did and, and had, you know, saw how they left him alone. And he got a little bit too, a little bit too uh, confident. And so, and then the next time he got pulled over, he got kind of mouthy with the cop and now he's, he's doing time. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's yeah. a way to act like a gentleman. I mean, you know, there comes a time just to lay it down. I mean, you know, right? And, and people yeah, but always when, say when you're, when you're in a car and you're dirty and you got a, you know, a, a a hunting knife on you and somebody with unlimited power to mess with you, you know, is is asking you questions. You don't call them stupid questions, you know. Like, come on. Well, so, not unless yeah. you just want to provoke them. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, some well, people yeah. do. Some people I mean, do wish to do that. This person is not that type of person. I just, which is why it really surprised me when I heard and read the affidavit, how it went down. I was just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> but Well, you, you know, know, the main thing too, and this is for the benefit of everyone and coming from a former cop, uh, mm -hmm. you look like shit when you're acting arrogant on video and you're right. dealing with a jury or you're dealing with a court that's used to people acting a certain mm -hmm. way. So when you're acting abnormal yeah. to begin with, and then you become obnoxious on top of it, and, yeah. you know, I mean, even when you're dead tax right, I've seen video, even when I was a police officer, I watched videos of cops who, uh, in my opinion, way exceeded their authority and the people had no choice but to fend for themselves. And, and right. even even being a cop, I was like, oh, man, you really went way far on that. Like you shouldn't have been shouldn't have been on that side of the fence, man. And it cost him his life. You feel bad because, you know, you kind of hope the guy's a decent dude or a chick. But uh, but that's you know, that's what this sets up to. Like, you know, when you draw a line on something, that's a line, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, then exactly. if you're not true to yourself, you kind of destroy everything you were. And that's what Wallace was saying in that. Like, if I do what you're wanting me to do when he was talking to the queen, you have to watch the movie. But she was trying to get him to yeah, kind of capitulate yeah. for a month mm -hmm. so that she could become the queen. And then she let him out. And he's like, but if I do that, I'm bending a needy. Think about it. He would even be bending a knee yeah. to her, which is just a continuation of the guy who's dying upstairs right. power to begin with. Yeah. So yeah. that's what we have to destroy is the belief in divine right of kings. That's what we have to get rid of. Right. Yeah, exactly. They're no better than we are, period. It's only one king that I'm aware of. Right. Cool. He stood, man, for sure. I hope you weren't mad at me. I. It wasn't no, I don't, that. I don't get, yeah, no, I, I don't. I, I don't take much personally. Um, okay, well, that's cool. You know, I I, I get <laughs> I get my feelings kind of easy just because I've always been that hypersensitive kid that like, oh my god, just hypersensitive. Yeah, I just it was. Yeah. I promise you, it was nothing. It was like I still don't think you should have waited a day and a half before court, but. Right. I've just you got to remember I've been at this a bit, and I yeah. I really have put myself out there for a lot of people, and uh, had yeah. them fail me at the last minute. I mean I've I've been in some deep pockets, man. Alan knows. Yeah. People who know me know that's true. So 
I mean, JC did it too. Like, I'm not going to take that away from him. Yeah. We went, we went through some stuff for people, but, uh, we just got used a lot. So I'm, sometimes I get a little short, you know what I mean? Well, I yeah. don't mean to. Yeah. So yeah. that's my and, way of I mean, saying, I, I'm sorry if I was a little harsh, I didn't mean to be. No worries. I, I get it. I mean, I, um, you know, I hear, I hear a lot of bullshit from a lot of people, not in the same context by any stretch, but you know, I hear, I hear the, the sob stories and stuff. Uh, so, and you have to like, it's, it's self-protection because if you put yourself out there for every single person that comes to you with, you know, Oh, help me, you know, not only are you enabling them, they aren't going to be able to do it themselves. The next time you're also, you know, you're, you, eventually you're going to pour from an empty cup and you can't do that. Well, not only that, but just, you know, this is stuff. Sometimes it involves court and you have to be very careful about that because we're not counselors, right. we're not lawyers, we right. don't give legal advice and, you know, Think about it. If you're helping somebody and they're doing good, don't you think that side wants to do something <laughs> to you to stop right. you from doing good? I mean, I would yeah. think so. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, I can't really say that at this point. They right. uh, they were rather equitable with me when I dealt yeah. with them. So for whatever reason, and I, you know, I, of course, I attribute that to Yahweh. You just had to kind of be there for that one, but. Anyway, right. it was cool you stood up for yourself. I hope you didn't get the wrong impression, or maybe I gave you the – maybe I was just grumpy or whatever, but I just wanted to make sure you understood. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I, I Yeah, I get it. <laughs> well, you had stuff to do that night too, right, Sean? Well, man, I mean, it's just been really – yeah, I got a lot of stuff. It's been like that for months, and I just got a lot of stuff. You know, sometimes I have to deal with my own thing too, you know. I'm not yeah. perfect. Yeah, got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, y'all have no idea. <laughs> hey, back to the protest thing there. Since we got that, like, people need to be talking about this. People need to be talking about the why all these governments have eroded the trust in them to the degree they have. That needs to be questioned. That's something that you could present to people that might jar them into thinking a different way. Asking some questions like why would every government, if we're so at war with China and Russia and all them, how come they agreed with everybody on the COVID thing and then knew that they were full of crap. Mm -hmm. And then you could just go right down the line. Does anybody else have a question or comment or anything even you, Larissa, if you got any final thoughts or whatever, don't matter. I'm pretty, I'm pretty brain dead, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my brain's, I'm barely forming sentences right now. That's okay. We've got other new callers on here too that may have some questions. That's that's why I'm trying to open the floor here. Uh, if you're new, you know this is like Fight Club. You you must ask a question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh Anyway, uh, it, seriously, if you have a question or a comment about what's been being discussed tonight, please, you know, unmute, raise your hand, however you want to do it, and because we got like a few minutes that we can, you know, keep going here. Anybody, I know everybody is not got all this figured out. Somebody has a question. Sneer. Uh, Mike C, <laughs> Mindy, I'm gonna start calling you out by name here, Chafin. 
Oh, Chapin, I do want to bring you in, buddy. You made a good point to me on the phone the other day. I so I'm gonna shift gears. Chapin, yeah, it, this this is Fight Club. You got to step up. <laughs> yeah, it, you were talking to me about an analogy between coon hunting and like people's latch or, or, or latching on to uh the the government or or whatever it is so i i i really want to bring you in so you can expound on that because i i would rather it come from you instead of me trying to fumble through it i don't know if i really got got a great way of uh explaining it but you know i guess as i saw it for myself yeah once once i kind of saw what what was at the root of everything what was keeping me tied down you, you kind of have this realization that well shit we were never really trapped anyway we you know i, I guess the the raccoon analogy i used you know back in the day people would drill a hole in a tree and you know run three nails in through the side into the hole and and they had a you know some kind of shiny bottle cap or something in there and coon puts his hand in there once he grabs that that object he's caught can't go anywhere now if he just turns loose of the object all he's all he's got to do is you know back out and it's he's over that's just kind of that's just kind of how i've seen it i think uh our possessions and and all that it's at the root of it all it's so hard to let go of everything because you know we as a people we've kind of become a greedy generation we want everything now and all these conveniences and and it's kind of what's got us to this point yeah not wanting to let go of the shiny thing like I told you on the phone, brother, I thought that was a really good analogy. So thank you for sharing that. And I did tell you the day you told me that I was going to have you talk about it on the show. So here we are. Anybody else got something? JD, Alan, Sis. I can't think of anything within the next four minutes that would. All right, Cat does. I like the, uh, I like, I like the comment that, uh, Christine made about the Chinese finger cuff. <laughs> hey. 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 We were muted here a minute ago. I couldn't hit the mute button. Could y'all hear anything at all we saying? No. no. Okay. Shit. Uh, we were sitting here talking away. I had the damn mute button wrong. <laughs> Repeat. Operator damn. error, Alan. You know, I brought the man to the floor at 8 o'clock, but I couldn't operate the button, so we're okay. What's funny is he was lecturing me about only. Yeah, I was lecturing him about something bad. Y'all should have he heard. He made but... the joke that oh, he was the only guy with the button, and he <laughs> had one job. <laughs> one job. So what did we? So what were you guys saying? Oh, he muted it again. We're just talking about how awesome I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Sure, you caught a fish this big, right? Yeah. I was playing guitar. I thought I was being rude. Can y'all hear that guitar? Yeah, we can. Not hear until it. just now. Yeah. 
I just wondered this how loud my mic really, was. This is a good sounding guitar. <laughs> sounds good. Who else has got a question, guys? Come on. I know we ain't all got it figured out. Yeah, don't have to be related. Just speak. Yeah, question about anything. It's fine. So Kat said that she had a question, so why doesn't she unmute? And no, ask? Danielle said Kat had a question, I oh. thought. No, Kat said yes. Oh. Okay. Hit the little unmute button. Alan, you've been getting any good feedback on your channel or your videos? Surprisingly, oh, yeah, I've been okay, yeah. Sorry, yeah. That's a song. Right? Rumble, because I've been posting a lot, I guess, is saying, well, I guess he's serious, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm going to start with the basics. If y'all watch it, you can watch it. If not, you know it. Good deal. Yeah, appreciate you doing them. I like the short ones. If we don't know the short basics, we're not going to get the complicated part for sure. Mm -hmm. yep. Actually, if you know the basics, it's not that complicated, guys. 100%. There she is. Cat figured it out. Hey, Larissa. What? Uh, hold on. Cat's trying to ask a question. Go ahead, Cat. He is here. You've been waiting for years for this, huh? Yep. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Grace is probably tripping right now. Anyway, I don't know. I have a million questions. We have a million questions. We haven't even embarked on the journey. I'm um, not even sure where to start, but I'm going to start with a, a heavy-duty one since we haven't even got our feet wet, but I'm committed to going through with this journey. So... He works for a corporation, a big corporation. How this has nothing to do with the chat tonight. Is that all right? That's fine. It'll tie okay. back in, I'm sure. But okay. How, how how does so does he do uh what was it, ten ninety nine? Uh to not pay taxes and if he, he can't be an outside contractor because he's kind of uh upper management. How do you deal with that in the workplace? Well, I would deal with, depend on the contract with the... The company. Yeah, the company. Sorry, Sean, go ahead. Well, what I would say is... I know, Clarify. I probably shouldn't have even started here until I know what I'm talking about, but... Well, no, I want, if you will, just so I understand what you're saying, why would he 1099? Is he a subcontractor? No, that's just what I thought my, the under, okay, let me just take the 1099 back. How would he deal with getting out of being a taxpaying citizen and transitioning? <clears throat> Oh, well, that's based on, uh, yeah, remember everything is, I mean, if you're free, then everything's consensual, right? Right. So, so either you volunteer to do something, well, I'll answer you, either you volunteer to do something or you don't, but understand that if you go a certain path, you know, a change of a path may also mean a change in benefits. 
Like there may be things you have to sacrifice or suffer things you have to suffer because you make a decision to go a different way. There's going to be consequences to that decision. Correct. Which is 401k, three bonuses, et cetera. Insurance. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have to, you know, if you're in their world, okay. And this is just my opinion. Understand, I'm not giving you legal advice. I'm definitely not Correct. giving you tax advice. I, but, I get uh, that. what I will say is that if you're in their world, like if you're acting as their citizen and you're doing their thing, then, you know, I believe you have a responsibility to honor that. If you wish to do something different, then a different path means different things. And those different things mean to different people. Right? And I'm not... I'm being a little vague on purpose because I'm not trying to get you to believe what I believe. No, and okay. and I've reached so, I've reached the point to where I'm ready for this, but that's why I was that was just one of my burning questions. I have a million like I say, I typed in the chat. I have a million questions. Well, the first that, all right, here's the first thing you need to settle, okay? In my yeah. opinion. You can't that's like question number 8. Right. Okay, so question number 1 is who do you think you are? Correct. A second. Huh? Who does he think he is? Well, that's what I mean. I'm just saying that's general. Like, who does he think he is? Like, in other words, okay. Yeah, I don't. I can't say who he is. That's for him to answer. And then you want to say, what do you think you should, like, what do I think should happen? Okay, so, you know, the question you asked me was taxes and what you don't, he doesn't wish to pay then you need to figure out how you can lawfully and as peacefully as possible get to that. Correct. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to start with me and he's going to stay who he is because it's easier to start with me. If that makes sense. Whatever you guys want to do. I mean, that's the thing about just saying, like understand you can't get somewhere if you don't know where you're going. So I would not, in my opinion, anytime you plot a journey, you would, wouldn't you proceed with caution and understanding and uh, a great deal of thought? Like, I don't listen. In my opinion, this is a pretty big undertaking. And anytime you're changing your spirit to this level, and that's what it is, it's a soulful, spiritual thing, one way or the other. It's big and there are just tons of stuff that maybe you haven't experienced yet and you may not enjoy. So you need to really think it through. And the first thing you need to do is figure out who you are and then why you deserve what you think you're going to get. That's what you're going to have to argue at court one day. Correct. I guarantee okay. there's going to be things I'm not going to like. I know that the way things are going are not the core of who I am. I just need to not get called out in this chat and bite, eat the bait. I need to sit back and listen and wait. Because in my heart of hearts right now, I'm committed to this change. It's been a long time that my friend on here and I have been 
back and forth and back and forth and life happens and you get busy and you read this stuff and it doesn't make any sense. And I've tried to watch that video of, I believe, I hope I get, I don't even know if it's you. It says Alan, but I think it's Sean uh, or <laughs> JD or somebody. Anyway, I watched that video. I've tried to watch that video so many times. Which one? And it's like the preamble. The where you're, where he's flipping the camera around. It was his first live. And I yep. I tried yep. to watch that more than a year ago. More than a year ago. And it's like, yeah. ah, I can't That's even watch this. That's Sean doing the breakdown of the preamble. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The camera flippy thing only happens for like 10 seconds. And then everything's cool. Well, that's it's a beautiful video, but if you're not ready to receive it, you're not ready to receive it, and it's not a beautiful video. But yeah. I just oh, watched yeah, it last yeah, night. Did you I know I'm not. I just thought not, you thought I was a Motard camera operator. You didn't no, I'm not. No, it. hang no, on. It's like it's like what hang somebody. It's, it's it's like what somebody typed in the chat earlier. I think it was Danielle. She said that it's like being an adult and being told that you're that you were adopted. It's like that kind of a big, yeah, big, a big drop. I couldn't that. hear it, is all I'm trying to say. It's not a bad video. I couldn't yeah. hear it. I made it into something completely different. I didn't want to hear it. I couldn't hear what you were saying. I just listened to it last night. Honestly, I'm not all the way through. I got a lot going on, but I heard it. I heard every word of it, and I'm understanding it. The time is right, and I am here. And your whatever you had going with the camera, don't take offense <laughs> to what I'm saying. I, I'm it wasn't my time. All. It wasn't my time to hear your video till last no, night. I, understand. I was just having a little fun. Uh, and no, and I'll, cool. I'll, I'll rewatch it again until I'm comfortable. Well, here's the thing about it is like, uh, you know, we all move at different speeds. Correct. And you know, I'm at a different place than somebody else is, you know, when I, I've been through different experiences. I mean, I've been through some pretty rough shit. <laughs> so, you know, it makes you think differently. You learn lessons harder. And, uh, I'm glad that you're starting to get into it, you know, just questioning anything. I really, that three and a half hour video, if nothing else, I'm sure you guys have heard some of the things in this video before in this documentary. But and I'm not saying I agree with everything this dude's saying, but what I am saying is it teaches people to recognize that the reality that they're looking at may not be exactly what they're looking at. And that it's okay to question things. And as a matter of fact, it's okay to want to put your family first. That's really okay. Because there really aren't any countries. That is a myth, like the Easter money. There's just companies, and there's just money, and there's people who do things to do things with companies to get more money. That's really all it's about. They don't give a shit about flags. All that stuff is just parliamentary. That's all it is. It's just for the act. At the end of the day, these people care about their families and their bloodlines. And being in powers because they're they're afraid, and they have to have more power to keep themselves to where they feel safe. Because they, deep in their spirit somewhere, I think they recognize that there's a power much larger than themselves that's after them. So, 
I'm in California. Come on, you can all unmute and go, oh my God, at the same time. <laughs> what part of Cali are you from? I'm from Central in the Modesto area. I reside in Orange County because I fell oh, in love okay. and moved down here. So I'm in the armpit of it all. My mom's second husband was from Orange County, and uh, I, I lived in San Diego for a bit. Yeah. It's so, pretty crazy. Yeah, but yeah, Ugh, California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> okay, Kat. I get the same response when people hear I'm in New York. Yeah, right? So this whole mask thing, this whole COVID thing was like, I, I told, okay, so we're getting married in February, right? And I told him through this COVID thing, I go, I ain't wearing a mask. He's like, I ain't wearing a mask. So his, with his prior job before that company shut down, he had to wear a mask, had to, had to. But, you know, he'd take, get it, wear it to get in and take the thing off. We never did anything the way most of these Californians, they would put on two masks, a face shield, gloves, wipe down their husband's feet before they got back in the car. I mean, it was like ridiculous. Overkill, right? So... We never did any of that, and it was difficult. But that's how I know we're different, because I told them we need a freaking theme song. We need our own theme song, because we'd go into a store, like uh, let's say we had to go to Walmart for something. Hate that place, but we had to go there. And it was like, the lady's like, you need to have a mask on. He goes, thank you, and we just keep walking through the whole Walmart, get our stuff. I go, oh my God, do you think the cops are going to come after us? Because we didn't know. But we still went on doing our deal, being ourselves, not work. There's, I can't even tell you how many times in the two years we were in countless stores where the only two people with masks on in there. That's how I know what you guys got going on is where I need to be because I'm not, I'm not these people. I'm not these people here that are submissive sheep that are just laying down to this, to this communism. We're not that. Hey, lady, who's speaking that I don't know your name? Cat. What was your name? Cat. 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 <laughs> hey, what's up, Cat? Um, look, man, have you ever uh, had somebody wake you up in a really irritating way? Mm. And you wake up? You know what I yeah. mean? Like you're in a dead sleep and somebody comes in and goes, Cat, ah, get up! And he scares the shit out of you. Yeah, and you're annoyed because you're awake and you don't know what's right. going on. Yeah. And then the light's on and your eyes are on, your hair's messed up, your mascara's running, one sock's off, one sock's on, you don't know what's going on, you're confused, you just know you're awake and what the hell, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a very dangerous place to be in, but it's also a wonderful place to be. And the reason it's dangerous because yep. you don't have a clue what the hell's going on. You just know right. you got to come up swinging, right? Yeah. This is this is a good moment for you because this is where you get to settle first. Like, okay, you woke up, you realize some stuff's going on. Maybe you realize it for a while, but it's gotten to a point where it's time to do something about it. Correct. But the thing is, is just doing something for the sake of doing something isn't always necessarily a very good strategy either. <laughs> so you're already where you're at, right? And it took you a while to get there. So take a minute to contemplate and get yourself prepared to leave 
like the Israelites still had to kind of prepare themselves to leave Egypt, right? Mm. So you got to, I'm not saying compromise where you're at. Like you do what you want to do. I jumped into the deep end of the pool pretty quickly. And uh, I'm just telling you, that was not a very enjoyable experience for me. And uh, I just don't want to have to go to DMV ever again as long as I live. Well, yeah. That's really actually a little bit harder than even the tax question, to be honest with you, oddly enough. Because that's something you, yeah, because that's something you're dealing with every single day and everybody around you is an idiot. And by an idiot, I mean, they don't know the law. They don't realize that, like, the cops think nothing of arresting you on the side of the road. That's what it is. If you look at a ticket you sign, it says in lieu of continued custody. If you're in custody, you're not free to leave. That means you're under arrest. That's a seizure under the Fourth Amendment. They don't have a warrant when they do that, but it never crosses their mind that that might be a violation of their oath of office. It's just not something they think about. Well, like I said, I got a lot. I got a lot to learn. I got a long ways to go, but at least I know the path that I need and want to take in my core because. There's nothing worse than feeling like you were born in the wrong time era. You know what I mean? And that's what this feels like. Well, yeah, we're in a sucky moment of history for sure, but I think it's going to get a lot worse. And there's, believe me, I think uh, everybody's going to have to make their decisions about what side of things they're on. And I oh, think absolutely. Both of those are going to be very harsh. So mm-hmm. everybody's going to be forced to make a decision soon, I believe. Hmm. I agree with that too. Well, Cat, we're glad that you uh, you found us, and uh, maybe what we what how maybe the way we think you'll come in you you'll may end up thinking the way we do, maybe not, you know. Uh, but I'm glad you found us, and we appreciate you coming out. Uh, I think. Thank you. I'm. Pr- Go ahead. JJ, you're phasing. JJ, you're phasing. <laughs> it's my brain. JJ, phasing. My brain is phasing. It's his brain. You can actually, you can actually hear it. How's the audio on our end? Sounds fine. Audio here. Sounds fine. It's great. It's awesome. It's the best it's ever been. Awesome. He said some important stuff. I just want to make sure you heard it. Yeah. We appreciate it, Alan. Keep him in line. Go ahead, Danielle. I'll smack him around a little bit. <laughs> Leave the mic open. Hey guys, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah we hear you fine. Is this thing on? <laughs> um, yeah, no, Cat. Uh, I'm I'm really glad that you did um, say something, and I'm sorry if I was mm-hmm. behind you a little bit, but I I remember mm-hmm. I've only been listening to these guys for sure. maybe like a year. Can you hear me, man? Yeah, we hear, hear you fine. Yeah. Somebody's talking. Um, sorry, it's Alan. <laughs> he doesn't recognize for the first, first time ever I've interrupted. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was that was awesome. See what it did for us. I am. That's great. Hell yes. Everything carry on. Up tonight. Proceed, Go please. Carry oh, on. Yes, thank you. What I was. You're very welcome. I'll shut up. Go ahead, really. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. So my I had a conversation um with somebody and they said What'd you say? You guys are killing me right now. (laughs) Um, 
I had a conversation with somebody and what was enlightening to me, which opened up the door to more questions because it's this whole situation, this whole system didn't resonate with me. And I didn't really know why I just followed suit because that's what they tell you. And you do that from a, you know, when I was a kid, you get a birth certificate, you get a social security number, you, you do what they say, you put your hand over your heart when you're in elementary school and you pledge allegiance to the flag and all that stuff. And it was ingrained and instilled in me for a long time. And then somebody said something like, you don't need a piece of paper, a birth certificate to say that you were born. Right. And I was like, right. Cause I'm here. I exist. I was born. I don't need a piece of paper that says that, you know, and it might not be the most blind mind blowing revelation to some people, but for me, it like cascaded so many, like the domino effect of questions. And this person knows <laughs> how many questions I had and how much I, I was like, but what about this? And what about that? And how, you know, like it just, I had to start asking questions. I had to start showing up. Um, it's not an external to internal process for me. It was an internal to external process. I have a lot of work to do. I'm not talking about like pulling the plug on the whole thing. I'm just aware of all the plugs that I have tethered in and I know not to get involved in more. I know what to start banging out so I can get rid of certain plugs, but there's a lot of tethers to this thing. And it it's going to take, you know, it's like you walk into the forest for 30 miles. You got to walk back out 30 miles. You know what I mean? This isn't like a get out of jail free card it's, for me. It's, it's, it's going to be a way of life and I can't just half step it and half ass it, you know, and I got, if I want to learn something new, I got to plug in and get involved and learn what is being said what really is being said, feel it, own it, know it inside and out. And I'm still very much learning. And there's well, so man. much more to this process than just, you know, for me, superficial stuff. I'm not even ready to, to play like that yet. You know what I mean? I'm Danielle. Just, yes, sir. If I was Mormon, I'd ask you to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I think you just made me blush, man. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, I just meant that's awesome. That was like, holy shit, listen to her go, buddy. <laughs> Liquid gold right there. Love it. Thank you, Daniel. Did her up, but I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> he finished off my soapbox. <laughs> she'll never call you sir again. I could, I'll bet money on that. <laughs> I don't know. It might be the reason she calls him sir more. Fuel to cat's fire. Um, I just wanted to be as like as a supportive person. You know what I mean. And, and, and another thing I wanted to say was when I first started listening on the show, I was so absolutely nervous to to like speak. You know, and then anybody have any questions? And and my heart, my my heart would be like pumping out of my chest. Like I have so many things I want to ask and and know and say, but I felt like you know, for me, my ego is getting in the way because I don't want to sound stupid. I don't want to say the wrong thing. What if the, you know, and at the same time, like, I want to know what the <laughs> you guys are talking about. Sorry for cursing. I want to know what you guys are talking about. What does this mean? And if I have all these questions in this internal combustion, that's like bursting out, I need to know. And I don't care if I look stupid because this is my life. And if I don't want to be a sheep anymore, if I don't want to live under these confines, if I want to break free from these chains that I'm holding the shackles to, then I need to start asking questions and I need to show up for myself. Right? Beautiful. Damn. Where's the applause? I and then, yeah. 
yeah, I'm not, I'm not nervous about anything, about asking the questions or being in the group. I don't, I don't want to be put down or belittled or anything like that because then I'll just shut down. So. Yeah, no, honey, I wasn't saying that's for you. I was talking about myself. When I said, when I got on the show and I was listening and I would, my heart would literally be thumping out of my chest because I was nervous. I was nervous to speak and I was nervous to talk. And I'm just telling you my experience has nothing to do with you. I was just saying if you hadn't spoken, okay. I'm glad that you did. Yeah, yeah. You know? normally, normally I'm the same as what you're describing. So something's different. I guess, honestly, I'm fed up. I'm fed up with the way the world is. I'm fed up with with looking at my fellow man walking across crossing the other side of the street because they're too afraid to walk next to me. I'm fed up with how afraid people are, how compliant people have come, how how submissive they are, how they can't think anymore. I'm fed up with that. So that's like overridden. Sorry. No, keep going, cat. Is that cat talking? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm just cat. making sure. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm just fed up with it. So I guess that that I'm not I'm not trying to put in belittle anything you've said, Danielle. I'm just saying that for me, I'm not afraid to say anything anymore because I'm over it. I just I'm, yeah, hey, I'm whoa, hey. over it, but I don't have the knowledge yet. So that's why hey. I need to just stay on mute and learn. No, no, you don't have to stay on mute. That's great you said that because that looks like nerves, you know, when you're in pain. That's exactly yeah. what I was talking about with waking up. So you're pissed, right? I'm pissed. I'm been okay. so but pissed. Listen, I'm over it. Yeah. The, when you really start getting this really, you know who you're going to be really pissed at? Myself for not Yourself. waking up sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to yeah. realize that about 95% of the shit you deal with is your fault. Correct. Yeah. And it was and because instead of studying a book, you were watching, you know, somewhere by the I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what was it, Honey Boo Boo? No, you know what, what? I'm already I'm already pissed at myself because my friend yeah. Grace, Grace down there at the bottom tried to get me into this what two, three, four years ago? Four years oh, ago. Grace. All right, Grace, listen to the sea. Everything happens on when it's supposed to. Though. There's a seed Correct. right there. I couldn't hear Grace. Right I couldn't hear Grace. I couldn't hear her. I was like, okay. And then I'd call her and I'd be like, okay, girl, what about this? I'm fed up with this. And she'd be like, okay, you got to listen to this and this and this. And yeah, like she led me to that video. And like I say, it was in Chinese or something. I couldn't hear it. But last night it was in English and I'm good. Bing, bong, Now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wise. John make a very bad Chinese guy. <laughs> You're not so much. You're so now I've totally, now I've totally capped on Sean's video. <laughs> it was hey, poor, poor Just, editing, and now it was in Chinese. <laughs> listen, here's the reality of it. Okay is let's just take it from their perspective. You have the right to follow whatever God you have religious freedom, correct? Correct. Okay, so did they not use that same argument to form the United States? Correct. Okay, so how are you wrong now? Uh, I'm sorry, how what? How would you be wrong now if you thought differently than the United States? 
And what's more is you don't have to be a seditionist to leave it. Like, look, not at war with you people. I'm not, I'm just doing my thing. That's it. I'm just, yeah. you're, you know, our interests are no longer aligned. You no longer represent me. Correct. I, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's no representation there. There's no meeting of the minds. So therefore you have no ability to have an agreement. So the only person that is going to enslave you at that point is you, if you believe those interests are aligned. Okay. So now that you're kind of coming out of it, you have to see what your interests are and what they're aligned with. And then you have to pursue that if you're going to be true to yourself. Correct. And, uh, but it's not really about them. It's really just about you. It's really just about finding out who you are and being true to yourself for the first time. Because you have it's just like Neo. He woke up. He didn't even never used his eyes before. He you were looking through the world with someone else's vision that was told to you, probably from the television, where they tell lies. You know, it's a programming. So we've all been programmed our whole lives, you know, and then you start asking some questions, just some really fundamental, rudimentary questions. And it's like, wow, I never really thought about it like that before. And then then what happens is you get all that information. And you got to be honest about it. It can rub you. It can put you. I mean, they're, you know what I'm saying? It can really rub you. But the reason that I'm taking a little time with this is because anger and fear mixed bring violence or combat and that is at this juncture at this juncture in my opinion there's still the power of the pen and paper um however slight we're not to the place yet where it needs to be violent we that's not what we're searching for we're searching for knowledge and information so that we can make informed decisions and community, yeah. I mean, that's what it's really about is family and community. That doesn't mean isolating the other side either because they're just as asleep as we were. So we have to ask these questions. But if you don't control that passion and that anger, it can control you. I, I warn you, it could really get a hold of you and you can become pretty irritable about it. And uh, fear controls you. Yoda said it, not me. Fear leads to the dark side. I mean, that's just a Star Wars thing. So, Just saying. All right. So I think we're going to call that a show for this evening. Let me get... All right. So anyway, we appreciate everybody coming out tonight, Cat. We, we appreciate you coming and joining us and everybody else, too. It's just funny that I made a video today saying, you're in California. Come on out. And here you are. <laughs> wink, wink. Anyway. From all of us here, more than jibber jabber, have a good week. This is us just trying to do our best to change the hearts and minds of those seeking truth. We'll see y'all next Sunday.
join the family that believes in freedom. The Resistance United Family. Join now at t.me forward slash Resistance United Family Worldwide. You've been listening to More Than Jibber Jabber. We work extremely hard to bring you content that spreads the message of truth. If you feel the podcast has been a blessing to you in some way and you wish to contribute towards our efforts, donations are gratefully received. You can donate via PayPal to Reverend Wolf at protonmail.com. Have a great week and we'll see you next Sunday.